0: Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace,
1: and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Elite Life. I'm Kylie, and with me, as always, is Trisha. She tried to sneak her gangster name in there, but we're not gangsters today. We're business ladies, because we have two very special guests with us. They're gangster, though. They are gangster, are. but that's for later. We have Heather and Amy from Epic Title! Woo! Woo! hi guys hi (laughs) they didn't
2: have energy drinks for breakfast they didn't we had energy drinks for breakfast
1: yes yes so we're super excited to have you guys here um we had heather on last year yes yeah for episode 50 of our show and we we learned so much so, so much. And um, if you haven't heard that one, it's still out there. So if you're listening now, you can
2: pause or you can go later. No, listen, listen to this to and then go listen to episode fifteen. See, then you trying get to boss double you around. the inspiration, motivation, trying and fire. to
1: boss you around. But um let's dig in with with amy now that amy's here and um get some get to know everybody so let's first unpack you know who you guys are you know your partnership so amy tell us a little bit about your story um you know where'd you come from and how did you land here where did you come from where did you go see, how- see my brain works <laughs>
2: like yours the, she's uh, lit song. man the she's song? lit Is the thing, yes.
3: <laughs> musical tourettes
2: <laughs> <laughs> and amy <laughs> okay
3: so
0: I have been in title um, I, can't, I met Heather in title actually I did um, real estate before I was in title and then it kind of sparked my interest I took a little bit of time off to have my daughter and it sparked my interest title this behind the scenes kind of a thing and I'm kind of more into that and I know that real estate you got to give it your all and I kind of wanted to have time for my daughter she was young going back to work so I started in title and I got sucked in um, I started very low and I worked my way up I made it to um, funding manager at a title company, and then I met Heather at the same title company, and I loved her from jump. <laughs> so we worked and worked and worked and realized that we could probably do this on our own. So that's kind of what sparked the the go for Epic. So
2: how long had you been in title before that? Like, how, how long have you been in title work? So before we
0: started Epic, it was six years for me okay. in title.
2: Okay, and then um, you were in real estate. Were you a realtor? I was a realtor. Okay. Yep.
0: I was a buyer. Well, I did admin first, then I was a buyer's agent, and then I went full on and got listings and stuff.
2: And you were like, "This sucks." Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It
0: was a lot. I actually got pregnant, so that's kind of was. Those day
2: gone kids. I wanted to stay home with my baby. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can dig that. We have kids. We know how that goes.
1: (laughs) I love how you were like, you guys met each other, and you went and did karate in the garage, and then you were like let's just do this by ourselves. Like, that, that is super brave. brave. Yeah. Super brave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I, I would have never, I think I said this in the last episode too, but like now I get to say it with you right here. Um, I would have, if anybody else would have came to me and asked me, like, hey, I think we can do this. Are you in? I would have been like, you're crazy. But I was all in because it's just. We just clicked. Yeah. We yeah. click.
0: She's got her, she knows that side of it. I know this side of it. And that it just makes us a whole, so.
2: I love that yes. so much. So, yeah. how did that happen? Were you guys like at uh, after dinner drinks and you wrote it on a napkin? Because that's how I started my first real estate company. <laughs> it was like it was like beers and burgers really? after work one time, and I good. literally had a napkin and that I was like, "Oh yeah, I could do this, this, oh, and this." Like crazy. I had thought about it by myself in like the basement when I was getting my broker's license, but to actually like be like, "I'm gonna have a business by myself," like that was that was. Way too much. So Yeah.
3: I love that your business plan was on a napkin. so cool.
2: Yeah. From um, what is that burger place? Miller's. Miller's on <laughs> Michigan Ave in Dearborn. Yeah, I was there. Like the dirtiest. Did you still have the napkin? No. Oh. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I did throw that would be awesome. If I hadn't moved twenty-seven times. <laughs>
0: yeah, you might have <laughs>
2: Literally, right. I might have that napkin. But I also like to throw a lot of stuff away, so. <laughs> What was the question?
0: Oh, <laughs> how did how did it start? How, yeah. did, how was the yeah. idea to do it on your own? Yeah,
2: um, I don't. Honestly, was it just like we're doing it, or did you guys like talk about it for a long honestly, time? Was it
0: a plan? It was. I'm kind of a control freak. I mean, admittedly so. Mm-hmm. And I, it just wasn't getting done where I was the way I felt it could be done. Mm-hmm. So I, Heather was the one that I talked to. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, this is happening! This is happening! We can't do anything about it, kind of a thing. So it just. It conspired. And then I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what, we can do this. We could really do this. And it took about, gosh, a year, Mm -hmm. maybe two. Yeah. To Mm -hmm. really say, Okay, we really can do this. And then it happened. Yeah. 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 So it just kind
2: of I mean, it took a little bit of time. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was brewing. Yeah. It was brewing. It it sure. (laughs) They were brewing
1: while they were doing karate in the garage. Right. Together. Yeah, I love that uh-huh.
3: analogy. That's yeah, I and I took you know that from
1: Step Brothers, by the way. So you. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that, go watch it.
2: Well, the title industry is very competitive, right? Like from a real estate perspective, I know. Like I constantly have title companies coming in, and they're like, "You should work with me. You should work with me. You should work with me. You should work with me." So, like, what do you feel like was like your unique approach or strategy that you were going to undertake, or that you do under? take where you were like, we know we'll be successful at it, even though there's a lot of people, because we're going to do this.
3: So I think our biggest thing is our relationships. We super focus on our relationships. We're not the title company that's going to just tell you no and not try to think outside the box and get things done, right? So, I will testify to that. Yeah, Definitely. that's awesome. There has to be a way to close a deal, right? Yeah. Like no matter what is wrong with title, there has to be a way out of it somehow. Everything like, is figure
2: outable. Yes. Oh, I love it. Uh, she's been listening to our podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we really believe that though. There has to be a way and we will find the way. And it just There's so many, I I think that you work with title companies sometimes when they're like, we just can't do it. Mm -hmm. We can't do it. Or we need these things. And you're like, well, I don't have these things. Or how do I get these things? Right. Like, even just that. Right. So that's the, the process. We take that and we educate our, you know, agents. We build those relationships with them so that they have trust in us. And... We're not afraid to be there for them when they need us, like on the weekends. Because they're still working. You know, they're showing properties on nights and on the weekends. And they maybe need answers to questions. So we're going to answer those questions. We're not afraid to do that.
1: I will also testify to that.
3: <laughs> and we've said it before. Like, there have been – the reason that we use you
1: guys is because I I have – I've reached out to Heather so many times on, like, 8.30 on a Sunday night. And I'm like, yo, I need help figuring this out. I need, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I, we're on the brink. And she's like, hold on. I'm at the grocery store. Give me two and a half hours. I'll get back to you. And, like, I have a light at the end of the tunnel. I know you're going to get back to me. And then you call me at, like, 9.30. And you're like, hey, got out of the grocery store early. Here, I solved your problem. And I'm like,
3: yes. I love that.
2: I can also testify to it because the reason – I will say the reason why – you guys got me to use Epic <laughs> because for a long time, you guys were like, hey, use this, use this. And I loved Heather from the old title company. I hadn't known you yet, Amy, um, but Heather's like, you know, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, coming in the office, bringing the things. But a lot of people do that, right? Yeah. What got me was I called you and I was like, hey, I, I know it's 8.45 a.m. Um, I need to close a deal by noon and uh can can you can i order title work and you do it and close it in three hours and you're like yeah sure and i was like no like for real and you're (laughs) like yeah and then you did it and i was like
1: and it wasn't even like a i mean we'll try we'll scramble but i can't get she was like yeah no, yeah,
2: it, it wasn't even a question. You were just like, yup. And I was like, all right, I'm sold. And every since then, every since then, all the things the title companies, and, and if you're in real estate, you've heard this, it's the end of the month. Yeah, the end of the month comes every month, guys. Hey, yeah. guess what? It, it happens. If
1: anybody knows about the end of the month,
2: it's ladies, right? So let's just... <laughs> <laughs> Not the time of the month, the end of the month. Oh, okay. That one got me all us. the time. My, um, my the point. other one I heard the other day, well, well, our policy is... I don't give a crap what your policy is like it's always something and if I had a list of all the things the title companies told uh, told me that annoy me never once have I heard anything from that list from you guys so thank That's you it's great to hear thank yeah. you it's amazing. I'm always like, they can do it. They can do it. They can oh, do yeah. it. anything you need. They can do it. And and like you said, Heather, I, I always go back to the story. New Year's Eve. I'm like, hey, Heather. And you're like, let me put my groceries down. I'm like, I know it's New Year's Eve. You're like, yeah, no, it's not a problem. And zero. There are zero other title companies in the entire universe that would do that. I've been doing this for 20 years. Like there are that's zero. That's a lot of title companies in 20 years. You know, that so, goes back to the relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
3: they're important. important to us. And we anybody that we bring onto our team is going to be trained to feel that same way. So that's what I love about the whole culture that we've built. Everybody feels the same way. They all will be respectful and be kind to our agents because they know that, like, you guys are so important. If we didn't have you, that would be a problem.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which you'd think is common sense, but I feel like a lot of companies don't nearly all like you guys are the exception for sure the exception to that so like can you talk you said culture so I'd love if you guys kind of unpacked that for us how do you cultivate that culture because I feel like it's so rare especially in the title industry
0: I would say first transparency absolutely and servient leadership
3: yeah so yeah I mean, we're in there with it yeah and they're in it with them and she's um so we roll up our sleeves and we're doing it side by side and so we try to show them like this is what we're doing and this is how we want you guys to do it but we also pick the right people we do yeah it's yeah we've had you know we've had our times where we've maybe hired somebody that wasn't the right fit we're very cognizant of it now. So when we're in an interview with somebody, we can immediately tell by the questions we ask if they're going to fit the culture or not. Because that over everything is so important to us. Yeah. Absolutely. What
2: are some of those questions that you ask that help you to differentiate? Because I, I know for myself, as a somebody who interviews people, I'm always like, oh, How do i know because you're in an interview everybody's seen i'm a people person oh yeah like you come on karen (laughs) we know you're not i know you're not i don't even know if i'm a people person i i like to be by myself in my car alone in the
3: quiet you know like my biggest thing i think is so instead of asking somebody what do you think is your best quality or what do you think is your worst quality or what do you think you're the best at i say what would the people that worked with you say was your best quality because then it takes them out of their own mind so they're not thinking about themselves they're actually going to give you a more honest answer because so you'd be surprised some people will be like well people would probably say that I'm really mean and I'm like you just said that and you probably wouldn't have said that if I would have asked you what your best quality was you know because it catches them off guard yeah Mm -hmm. you know I think another thing too if they're money driven right away if they're asking about
0: money and position and status that's a red flag so it's about the culture and the family and the, the idea of being with a company that's about the people rather than how much am I going to get paid. I think that's really important too. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I mean, obviously, there's opportunity for growth and everything, but we want to see that they want to stay with us and build that growth with us. So that's super important yeah. too. Yeah.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that a lot because it goes a lot with like the the culture that you've got too. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm noticing is, you know, cohesive partnerships, you know, as I've been getting into real estate, getting into, you know, and just meeting other title companies, other, you know, other agents from other brokerages is one thing that I'm finding is that the the most satisfied because success looks different for everybody. I think the most satisfied people that I run into are from a culture that is supportive, that is um, like familial in style, like that everybody actually gives a crap about like your agents are not just a number for you, your employees and your clients are not just a number for you, like you just said. And I, I absolutely love that. That is something that goes on in our lives. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, we're great. lucky.
3: Yes.
2: And I think that, like, I did a, a class at U of M one time. It was an entrepreneurship class. And the guy was like, do not treat your business like a family. And that, like, struck me because he was like a seven time CEO. And I'm like, am I doing it wrong? You know, was so take the emotion
0: out of business kind of. a thing. Yeah. Like okay.
2: these people shouldn't these people like these are your employees and like you need to be their leader and, you know, power buys from power and all of those dynamics. And so it really like made me question, like, should you have that kind of culture should you not like what is your take on that like because building a company from scratch you got to ask yourself a lot of those questions and i feel like you probably re, like, I know I re-ask myself those questions a lot. Yeah. Like, am I doing it wrong? Am I putting up the right boundaries? Am I not? Like, how do you guys make those decisions? And how did you go about deciding that together? What kind of culture you would build?
3: So I have a really big take on that. I feel like for us, there's a something that we do with each other and it's just being authentic and completely honest. And if we're feeling something or even if we're having a bad day, right? Like I'll come in, and be like I, i'm not gonna lie i'm it's i'm having a rough morning like it's rough for me today and she picks me up and and helps carry me through the day truly and changes my mood but we do that with our whole team too so i feel like you can be the leader but also just it's all about the communication i read this book called radical candor and oh, that yeah, changed my true. life because it's talking about how it's actually more kind to just give them the honest truth. So like you see somebody and their zippers down and you're embarrassed and you don't want to tell them. So you just walk away. Well, that's actually not the nice thing to do because you think maybe I'm going to embarrass them if I say something. No, if you pull them aside and you say, Hey, your zippers down, they're going to be so thankful that you did that. Right. So Mm -hmm. you can still lead and do it kindly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. uh, We leave space for mistakes.
0: We don't. Uh, we let them make mistakes we encourage them to, to fall forward kind of thing too so it's that's what it is it re- it's honesty i think for sure
2: i love that you said you you let them make mistakes and, and because I do that too at E. Lee and um, the other day one of our agents had done something and she texted Andy and was like Trish's gonna be so mad at me and he had screenshot and sent it to me and I'm like I would never be mad like it's not a great look for us but I would never be mad at somebody because of xyz like I'm never it, Kylie does that all the time too like you're gonna fire me and I'm like <laughs> I would never fire you I would never be mad at you Um, it's not a great look right but giving them that space to feel like I I don't have to be perfect or I let you down, right? And and being open and honest with that communication. That's great. And
0: that's where our leadership comes in is did you learn from it? Mm
2: -hmm. What did you
0: take from it? How are you going to go forward? And us following up on it. So and they they, it's the respect they gain Mm -hmm. with that. So
1: that's awesome. And I I heard Alex Hermosi talking about this, too. Like a girl came to him and literally lost him like two million dollars. And she's like, I know I'm fired. And he's like, no, you're not. Like you just said, what did you learn? And he's like, the thing is, is She will never make that mistake ever again because she felt the shame, the embarrassment, and we made it okay. Like we talked about how that's never going to happen again, and we all moved on. And now I have an amazing employee who will never ever do that ever
2: again.
0: Yeah. And trust their leader.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I find like usually they have beat themselves up more than you ever could. I've been there.
0: Like when we were
1: kids and your mom was just like, you just wait till your dad gets home. Right. And you spend all day just like beating yourself up. And then dad gets home and he's like, well, what'd you learn? And like everything's fine. And we all have dinner.
2: Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. So, So coming from that place of mistakes and things, like what were some of like. It's so hard to start a company from scratch. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Especially one in a competitive space like real estate or title. Like what were some of the big obstacles you guys were like, I don't know if we're gonna make it through this. And then how did you navigate those?
0: I don't think it was hard for us to start. It was it was fun. It It was was so fun. It was
3: challenging, but it wasn't hard. At the time that we did it then though, you gotta remember, it was 2020 and It was booming. Yeah. It was great for real estate. It was great for title. It was Mm -hmm. actually the perfect time to start because, you know, interest rates were at 1.99%. So Mm -hmm. we were busy right off the bat, and that was amazing. Um, But I do think we've, we've learned a whole lot, right? So we've had a lot of experiences where we're like, oh, now that we've been through it, we would have maybe done that differently. But I will say this. I feel like every single thing that we went through, we needed to go through to be where we are now. So... With that all being said, yeah, I'm going to make different choices in the future, but we had to make those choices. We did. I would say one thing that I would definitely stand
0: out for me is know the people you get into business with. Mm -hmm. That's so So important. important. Very, very important.
2: I learned that lesson like three yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's tough
0: hard you one to trust. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, I think that we have similar personalities in that like we want to see the world as rainbow and unicorns totally. and we want to help everybody and we want to trust everybody is doing the best they can with what they have. And what we learn is sometimes that's not true. Sometimes they are money driven yeah. or, you know, status driven or this or that. And then when maybe things do get a little hard, it's like, oh, okay that's
0: who you are yeah right. yeah exactly. and you figure yeah absolutely yeah so
2: when you've ran into some of those those um spaces like when the pause happened at the end of last year like how did you guys decide and navigate through that as partners because I mean you guys seem to get along really well we just had Andy on the podcast me and him didn't always get along really well so when when the hard things happen though you really, have to figure that out so for how sure. did you guys manage those spaces I feel like we pivoted well we did we did we did for sure we
0: went through a hard time we had to lay some people off or we had to lay our, our family off and that was the toughest part of it but we knew what we had to do and we had each other to kind of it's okay we could do this together so
3: and we jumped back in I mean head first so that everybody that was left you know we had the conversation with our whole team and said listen we're here with you we're on the front lines with you and You know like i took on your guys's files at that point in time Mm -hmm. because that was what needed to happen we're very
0: fortunate that we could work in the business we know the business so heather and i both jumped back in and we were
3: okay yeah and just being open and honest with each other there we don't always agree on everything and when we don't we're super respectful of each other's opinion i will tell you this if either one of us is very strongly going one way the other one generally always yes. follows that because yeah. if we're, if we have a conviction, then we There's can a trust reason for each it. other. Yeah. Right. So that's something that I think we're really good at trying to balance between the two of us.
1: And I love, I love um, just circling back how you said we we're here with you. We are in the trenches with you. And I think that's one thing that people in leadership, not, not people, specific people, like we just talked about, maybe money driven, ego driven, you know, status driven, um a lot of times that's that's where they'll stop that's where they'll fail and i love that all three of you as leaders are willing to jump in like you said like we know the business we can do this we can you know we can fill these gaps and i think that's really what's important about being a one thing that's important about being a good leader is being able to fill those gaps and say i'm not too proud to you know xyz with my team
2: well and i think um i i I do Heather because I knew her first so I, it's like it's like in real estate I'm always like you know when we get a client in real estate it's like a baby imprinting on a mom they keep coming back to the realtor even though it's not our, our time right it might be the mortgage company's time or the title <laughs> company's time I imprinted on Heather so I always go back to her and what I really like that you do and I try to catch myself is like I'll, I'll still send my orders to you even though it's not your job anymore <laughs> okay. and I'll CC yeah. you on stuff like, and then I'll be like dude I need to stop doing that because it's really like we have a processor in somebody else. And it's just like that natural thing. But you never go, Trish, Diana is your person now. You can stop CCing me or you can stop texting me or you can stop calling me or you could call Amy or like, you know, she's here too. Like you always just handle it. And that's like super cool and really, really helpful because sometimes it's just... I. It's really just, I don't think. <laughs>
1: like, I'm just, I'm, you're, you're going 100 miles yeah, an hour, yeah. you know? Or you're and it's like, like, how do
2: I spell Diana and <laughs> Right, but you're never like, that's not my job anymore. Can you just talk to this person or do this person or do this person or whatever? And I never
3: will because it's all about the relationships. I mean, we really do care about our people and our clients. They, those are our people. And. We care so much about our clients that we care about your clients, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like this whole big family, and I will never, ever turn anybody away, and neither would Amy. We're That's what we're here for. It's
0: you like know? do unto others how you want to be done unto. Yeah. That's,
3: that's our feeling. Absolutely.
2: So do you have people that do that to you, too, Amy, that you started the relationship and now they keep going Absolutely. to you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm always like, I swear I know you're there. I didn't forget you. It's yeah. just my brain is stuck yeah. here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, I like it, too. I mean, I'll be sad if that ever stops. You know what I mean? If there's a day where I'm like, I didn't hear from any real estate agents. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even picture that, by the way. <laughs> That's that felt weird saying it. You're like something's wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong here. Yeah. Yeah. For
2: sure. And how, how do you guys like navigate that relationship to like that that division of roles and responsibilities? Do you guys like have anything like that outlined or is it just kind of like on the fly or how do you guys support each other in divide and conquer?
0: That's exactly what it is: divide and conquer. I have what I'm good at; she has what she's good at, and it kind of has its natural paths. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. So there's a lot that we collaborate on. Obviously, the business, the growth, the culture, um, but there it literally entitled it's black and white. I do the finances. I do the behind the scenes, the business. Heather does the relationships, the sales. The it's it's black and white. So it it's pretty easy.
3: Yeah, it is. It's we're very fortunate. Yes.
2: Did you guys decide that up front, or it just happened? It was our, it was
3: where we were, our areas of expertise, right? We knew so, it, yeah. kind of going into yeah. it. Like we could do this together because of this. Yes, that's why it works. Yeah. yeah.
2: So do you feel like because you guys have those different spaces that, like does one of you hire people or do you both hire people? Do you guys ever have discrepancies on like, Heather really likes this girl? And you're like, oh, no. We, <laughs> we definitely, <do>
0: both. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we both hire, yep. but we definitely have our own opinions. Oh yeah. For sure. For
3: sure, yeah. It's funny because I am a empath, so I will get a read on somebody the moment they walk into a room, right? And I'll tell Amy, here's what I think. And she's uh, like, (laughs) I don't feel that way. Let's give it a minute. Why do you feel that? Right, right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, she does say that I'm usually always right. She typically is. (laughs) There's like just throwing that out there. Just going to put that out there. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. Well, this is a great spot to pause. Um, So sit tight. We're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors and we'll be back for we're just this whole month is just Epic Saga Month. I just
4: decided that's our (laughs) our theme. do you know more than 80 percent of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers the agent accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business have a constant flow of free leads convert those leads into clients and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow, which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic visit mystarsacademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve
2: and
1: we are back we we're are back. back we're back we're here we're with here. heather and amy yeah with epic title let's go the saga continues <laughs> all right so one thing that um i would really like to start this portion off with is you know you guys play such a vital role in the, in the transaction, in the purchase sale process. So can you share like a super memorable, is there a super memorable success story that just like really sticks out for both of you so that people can like understand like outside of our praise? <laughs> <laughs> I would say the hard stuff.
3: Like when people come oh, yes, to us yes. for so, the hard stuff. Yeah, I have a lot of people that like maybe use a different title company. And I'm not going to say their names on here because I don't want to sell them out. But <laughs> when it's a hard deal, right, they'll come to us all the time because they know that we're going to figure out a way to get it done. And a lot of people would be like, oh, they only bring me their hard deals. But I kind of love it because we're building that relationship and I'm showing them that like, listen, we got you. We can do the hard stuff. We will figure out a way to do this. So... That is always, it's, it's not one specific thing, but it happens quite often where somebody will call us and say, hey, I got something really hard. Can you do it? And Can I'll... you
2: close me in two hours?
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And the answer is yes. Sure. Yes. So I think that's, you know, always really good. Yeah.
2: What's one of your favorite, like, um, epic business stories, like in your office or with each other? Like, oh my gosh, there's so many.
3: There are so many. I will say this. I love to be on the road with Amy. So like thing. going to, you know, trainings or agents offices, like doing pop-bys and just saying hi to everybody. I live for those days. They're the most fun because we just have a blast. We laugh out loud yes. the whole time. And, yeah. oh, it's the best. It's yeah. the best. Like, I think I'm really funny, but she laughs at everything. <laughs> that I she is really funny. Not to toot my own horn. <laughs> it's so great when somebody oh, yeah. actually laughs, though. I'm like,
0: oh, We're <laughs> a lot do? different in business, but we're a lot alike in our personal values and our morals. Mm-hmm. And we just click. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah, I feel
1: that always- way about you yeah make me laugh yeah we don't agree on everything like global warming and things like that but like all the
2: actual important things in the world we do not see eye to eye but <laughs> she will make me laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, is funny. <laughs> that is
3: amazing though
2: Yep, yep, yep.
1: therapy sure. sessions are important especially like when you're in a business like this that is fast paced yeah. it's a flipping roller coaster And I think that is too, like, I think secretly everybody in the real estate industry and, you know, like title, mortgage, I think we're all secretly like adrenaline junkies. Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. 100%. Because you
1: you get those deals where like they do get your heart pumping. You're like, all right, I don't
2: know if this is going to work, but here we go. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love it. It doesn't feel right if it's not top notch. Go, go, go. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like on days where, you know, I plan to be home with the kids. I'm just like, oh.
2: I gotta be doing something, like something's going on, you know? What's one thing that you guys were just shocked that you were able to get done? You were like, like what you're saying, like, oh, I'm gonna try to get this done, and you I don't just know pulled
1: that. Work. Here's one thing I always say about about you guys is I'm like, th- and I tell my clients, I'm like, listen, especially if I'm at a listing agreement, I'm like, I use Epic Title. If you want to use another company, that's fine, but just understand these people know how to pull a rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Legit. when it goes to
2: crap, don't come crying to me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i'll say
3: i mean i think i was very scared about certain things when we started like foia right like that was a huge i was just like oh this whole unknown world i don't know enough about it and where we were before it wasn't something that was shared with everybody how it worked what what how you reviewed stuff like that i am super impressed with us because we figured that out and it's so
2: easy Tell our listeners about it. What is it? I was it? just gonna say for people who don't know what you have a lingo lot of is. new realtors and just general people in the world that need to know about this stuff.
3: Yeah. So FOIA is it stands for Freedom of Information Act, but when you purchase a property at a tax auction, everybody thinks they have clear title, right? They don't because there's a lot of people's interest or maybe mortgages, just things that maybe haven't been cleared. And we have to prove that they have been cleared or at least properly notified there's not always a policy yeah. on that property that they get sometimes so, there is but. there are title companies that will charge you like six hundred dollars to pull a foia package and review the foia but <laughs> I, will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you this it costs us $12.75 usually to pull a FOIA package. Okay. And it's not that hard to review it and send it over for, to the underwriter to say, hey, this is what we think. Do you agree with us? And get a pr- approval to remove stuff. We were blown away. Yeah. How it's, easy it is. I've
2: seen a company charge $1,000 and $1,500 actually now that I think about it. The first one i seen charged $1,500 yeah. for FOIA.
3: That's the thing, right? It's like, why would we do that to our people? Like that, that We want to offer a service and we want it to be something where it's – that seems like robbery. Either mm-hmm. They're already in a bad spot. They want to close and now they have to wait and pay astronomical amounts of money for it yeah.
0: when it's and literally less than 15 bucks.
3: It doesn't always clear it either too. So you just paid that much money and now you still have to quiet title. Right. That mm-hmm. just doesn't seem right to do that. So yeah. yeah
2: that was a good one. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned quieting title. So I love this because we do, like I said, we have a lot of investors and realtors. So when someone kind of unpack that really quickly for us if you can if you buy a house from from tax sale right because that's a big thing i'm gonna buy a house from tax Mm -hmm. sale what does that look like for me to be able to resell it
3: so if we order a foia package or um a lot of times there's actually a policy that was done when they purchased it. A lot of people don't know this. We can reach out to, especially in Wayne County and Detroit, if those are where the properties are located, we can reach out to the land bank authority and see if they did a policy. (laughs) But um, they didn't always, right? So if they didn't have a policy, that's when we order the FOIA package. The FOIA package, like I said, it stands for Freedom of Information Act. It just shows if the people were properly notified. So you literally get pictures of like the proof of service that was given to these companies and people and, Um, So we can see how many times, because there's a very specific guideline that has to be followed. So if that guideline wasn't followed, that means those interests are still there and you have to quiet title, which just means now those steps have to be taken by an attorney, which we work with an amazing real estate attorney that we always refer people to because if you tell them that you're working with Epic, they'll typically give you a discount and let you pay them out of the proceeds of the property. Um, But to quiet that title, it can take... 60 to 90 days. It depends Mm. on how much stuff has to be quieted, how many interests have to be quieted. And they just have to get a judgment from the court. And then we have to record that judgment quieting title. So it removes all of those interests. And then we're able to issue a policy. So that way the buyer doesn't have to worry about anybody sneaking up saying, hey, that's my property, or I have a mortgage and I'm going to foreclose on it. Because Those are things that people don't think about when they purchase the property at tax sale.
1: Right. And I've had a couple, um, you know, I've had a couple first time home buyers and first time, um, you know, sellers, people who, you know, inherited a house or something like that. And when I am, you know, telling them about the importance and the role that you guys play, that is definitely something I bring up. I'm like, listen, you know, for example, you inherited this property from grandma or great grandma. You don't know which uncles, which cousins, someone in the will. Like all of this other stuff could have happened or where she got it from, how she got it. And working with Epic Title is going to make sure that everything goes smoothly, that everything is nice and clean and crispy. And by the time this all wraps up, everybody's happy and everything's cleared up. That's
0: awesome that you educate your your clients like that. I mean,
1: you have to because otherwise, I mean, if God forbid, if something did come up, now their expectations are already managed. They're like, oh, I remember when we had this talk. uh, You know, Grandma deeded 25% to Uncle Joe during this time. So now Epic Title is going to help me take care of it. Uncle Joe's dead. We got the death certificate. Blah, 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 blah.
2: Everything's good. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why I I wanted to have you guys both on the show because I think when it comes to title work, like – You don't know what you don't know in the world right and as realtors when we are told by a title like title almost seems like the the magical wizard of oz right like you guys stand back there and you give us this piece of paper and then you tell us like you can or can't close right (laughs) and if we can't we're like well why and then we always get this response that like it's impossible it's going to take forever you have to do quiet title and quiet title sounds like well, What is that? And I feel like title companies very often like make you feel like it's going to be this huge, hard, arduous, expensive ordeal. And Heather, you're always just like, Yeah, it's like 12 bucks. No, just be done. I've never seen <laughs> you know? anybody as
0: confident as Heather in this business, honestly. And everything is figure outable. Like, truly, and that's it really the key. is. It's not the big bad monster. No,
3: that's the key. Yeah. I, that's one of my, so I, I will say, one of my biggest pet peeves is like when. People are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it's like, calm down first and foremost. First of all. Right, that's what we're going to do. Simmer down. Because we will figure it out. And so that's the thing, right? It's just always having that mentality of, you know, everything is going to work out. It's going to be okay. There's a way out of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Heather's really good
0: at that, calming people. Down in that situation for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, from from your perspective, like, what does a day look like for you in the business? Numbers,
0: numbers. all about the numbers. Yep. Um, so, I do all the accounting, all the we have joint ventures. So, I do all the joint venture stuff. Um, I'm in funding a lot, so I pay attention to like at the bank reconciliations. It's numbers for me. Yeah, pretty much. Do you like it? I love it. Really? I love it. <laughs> Isn't that weird? No I'm, yeah, I'm
1: sitting over here like God, I'm so glad somebody else likes numbers
2: <laughs> because yeah. I Well How numbers make sense. They're not stressful, right? Yeah. I'm like- a behind
0: the scenes person. Absolutely. I, I like people, but I'm not I'm not the salesy, I'm not the hands on y. I don't like to talk on the phone. I'm very much Put me behind a desk and I'm good. Mm -hmm. So And give me the numbers.
3: See, and I I think the exact opposite. I feel like numbers are so stressful. (laughs) That's where I would be like, Amy, calm me down. Calm me down. That's the yin (laughs) and the yang to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love that. Um, and then, like you mentioned, joint ventures. I feel like there's a lot of moving pieces in title that people don't really realize is happening, like with underwriters or, you know, that there's there's multiple people involved in the title business. So, like, can you kind of maybe debunk, like, or kind of unpack, like, what does it look like in a title company? (laughs) Like, okay, I send you an offer and then what? Yeah.
3: sure So we have different departments, right? So you submit an order and in our company, because different companies do things differently, we're super big on one point of contact. So your actual escrow officer, some people call it a processor, puts in your order. They are inputting your order because we want them to know from the very beginning all of the things about the order. All the things. All the things. It's so important. It is. And then we have somebody that comes in and does what we call file statusing. So they call the municipalities, they pull taxes, water, specials, order payoffs, status letters, all of that stuff. Um, and then it goes to exam. And our exam department does the title search. They put the t- commitment together um, and then it goes back to escrow and your same person that input your order sends out the commitment to you and tells you what's needed to clear title. We work to get everything cleared and then you guys schedule the closing again with your escrow officer because again the one point of contact. Um, They work it up, they prepare the closing documents and then the closer takes it, brings everything to the table, closes it with everybody and then brings it back to our office and gives it to our funding and post-closing and they are the unsung heroes of title because they do everything that has to deal with money right so they're sending out payoffs they're sending out taxes they're getting proceeds out they're wiring commissions they're doing all of the things and they have stuff that happens because those escrows sometimes we're holding them for a long time yeah it's
0: basically a bank yeah i mean mm-hmm. if you think about it there's checks out there that, that are uncashed and they do the 1099 reporting and it there, there's, a, a, lot lot. It. there's yeah. a lot to it there's a lot to it yeah yeah
2: so that's
3: like kind of the gist of it that's
2: and that's the person we don't even know, right? Yeah, and yeah. they're
3: doing so. We know much. you
2: guys and Lauren and I, I know them. I have no Their idea email who is the clothes <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> I send them all my water bills, check in with them on the 45-day documents and yeah. all of that. There's fun three stuff. of them
0: and they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All of
1: them. Are those the girls in the basement? Yes. yes. Oh, I love the yeah. basement. That game. So bad. No, no, no. Nice. <laughs> we listen, have
3: windows in our basement. Everybody. Yes. Nobody knows them in there in the basement.
1: They have a Keurig down there. We've got all kinds of nice things. Yeah. we watch TV all day it's good yeah. I just remember good time before Before you gave me the Waterford listen gave me she uh-huh. bequeathed to
2: me it's true I before
1: she gave so. me the Waterford office I was hanging out in these ladies basements and remember I
2: told you I'm like I will pay you money I just can't work at my house
1: <laughs> we love it when people pop yes down. Yeah, all that we made me it.
2: think of is that movie Office Space where the guy's like, I need my red stapler. Did you move me to the basement? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he burns the place down.
1: <laughs> but but circling back real quick, um, you just walked us through like basically your file handoff system. So we all have technology that we use to keep our files going so that everybody knows what's going on. So like how is your company um, you know, like what uh encountered any unique challenges or opportunities with regard to like your CRMs and things like that like how important is that
3: so I think mostly it's fraud right so not not even anything with our systems but just the amount of fraud that is happening in the world right now I'm not kidding so we we get I'm being sarcastic Uh, (laughs) sarcastic. (laughs) I am so (laughs) serious (laughs) I'm super serial we'll get payoffs we'll get like somebody will Try to hack us and send us Keyword is try because we're really
0: good at protection and security. So, I mean, we just got a a fraud attempt on our fax
3: two days ago. Where they sent us a payoff. They intercepted a payoff and sent us a different one with different wire instructions. But we are super diligent. And honestly, we have one of the best processors on the face of the planet. And she figured it out. Shout out, Alexis. Absolutely. So amazing. Yeah. But... That's the thing, right? You just got to make sure your people know what to look out for. Yeah,
2: how?
0: How do you know?
3: Well, we have there, systems. Yeah, so we like, have
0: a lot of systems in place. So there's little nuances on things. Um, you, like payoffs, it's always going to be the same account number and the same routing number, with the exception of Mr. Cooper. So we know that. We make Mr. templates. Mr. Cooper.
2: Mr. Cooper. I just closed yeah. one with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nothing bad on Mr. Cooper, but no, it, well. they just make it a little tougher to be secure. Yeah. So
3: processes. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. super diligent. Knowing what to pay attention to yeah. and notating it so that and training people on the right things to do. Yeah. Security on your emails, that's huge. We don't ever wire or email wire instructions to the agent. We will we'll send them directly to the buyer via secured email because it's very stressed when we're talking yeah. to you guys. We
0: stress that. We can't stress that enough. Do not email because Gmail is what get gets hacked the most. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The agents <laughs> i'm pulling i'm pulling from the well
2: here today the sarcasm well
3: and <laughs> I, <know>, I was <laughs> gonna say really
2: yes yes um so you guys mentioned like um and you've mentioned and i i never thought about this so like um uh, education and conferences so what does that look like for you guys in the title world do you guys have like continuing education like how do you know what to do and how to do it
3: they don't require in the state of michigan you don't have to do con, con ed for title but we do so we just joined uh M L T A yeah, so, Michigan
0: Land Title Association.
3: Yeah. And so they have conferences and they'll bring in speakers to talk about all of the things that are going on in the marketplace. They'll bring in, you know, people to talk about the economy and what we can expect And from then fraud forward.
0: specialists and I would have to say though our underwriters.
3: We yes, go we oh, are huge.
0: besties with yeah. our reps at our underwriting. Um, we Fidelity, First American and Doma and they teach us so much. They do. Yeah, That's we awesome. consistently interact with them. So for sure underwriting.
1: Because I think that's one thing like when I first started real estate, I'm like Con Ed is stupid. It's just a dumb obligation that I have to do to keep my license open. And honestly, I have learned so much. Even at our last Con Ed, we had home inspection come in and I learned so much from them. And it's, it's something that I feel like if you're if you're not continuing to learn these things or get updates on these things, you're going to be left in the dust. Yeah. The
0: Key word is update. Everything's changing. It changes all the time. Everything so. is. It's annoying.
2: Yeah. And that being said, like, how do you guys feel like um, you capitalize on the good times and pivot on the bad times? Like, what does That's that look question. like for you?
3: So we. Have a business plan, right? So we follow. We have our budget. We budget out. We know what we're gonna do. What we think we're gonna do, and it's really easy for us because that ties into, you know, what the market's
2: gonna do. So we have a
3: plan A, B, C, D, and E. Yes. Yeah. Written. We
0: do. We do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean.
2: He- like, it's funny because you're like, we have a business plan, right? But like, I didn't have a business plan written. It was just like, go do this stuff, you know? So that's like, that's crucial. You have a a written business plan. You have key performance indicators is what I'm hearing. We
0: have a really important, I want to, I'll say a mentor in our life that has taught us a lot, so much, so much to how to create the business plan, what should go on your business plan, what your budget should look like, what these this data means and this data and this is how you put it together. So it definitely was our mentor that helped us out a lot on that.
3: All about those relationships, guys. Yep. Mentorship relationships. and coaching. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you. we do
0: a lot of coaching. We have a lot of coaches. We have a life coach, um, goals coach. We have our mentor. We have a, um, a therapist that we both see now that is helping us along. So it's all about the people.
1: It is. That's amazing. I love that you guys pour so much into that because I think that, like we were talking with Andy, like so many adults are uncoachable, you know. And being open to saying, yeah, I can improve or I can grow. Mm -hmm. I think that's super important to maintaining success and steam. Agreed. For sure.
2: Yeah. And that being said, what do you think is the most, the most, number one, like if everything else flew out the window today, what is the most important um, factor for maintaining a good co-founder relationship?
3: Just our honesty and transparency with each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah honesty we just have the best relationship it's amazing and it's it's crazy because we often will say the same things at the same time it happens so often even when we're on zoom meetings Um, we do
0: it's like we're sisters it's crazy yeah
3: it's amazing but also at the same time we can say the hard things to each other because you can't do that to everybody you know yeah Yeah, it's that
0: level of respect it really is yeah that's and I knew that the second I met her it was crazy it was like she's my person I just felt it it was that energy She
3: pulled it out of me because I didn't even know who I was back then. (laughs) I love that so much.
2: That is so good. So, um, you know, over the years, like what have been some of the most important lessons you've learned about what success looks like for each of you? And maybe you each answer this separately because I think success looks different on different people. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I would say, first of all, know who you are. uh, People know who you're getting into business with um second of all self you have to love yourself you have to take care of yourself and success doesn't have to look like busy 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 burnout Mm. it's okay to take the time and kind of settle into it so i think that's a main takeaway for from our partnership is be good to yourself first because it doesn't go anywhere unless you're good
2: Mm -hmm.
3: yeah and so i i'm very much on the same page for me honestly, this past year has been super transformative in my own life. And I've just really realized that for me, being successful is just being authentically me, right? If I can be authentically me with everybody, that's what I want to do, right? Then I feel like I've been successful. That's that's it. I mean, you love yourself enough to be you and trust in you and then it gives you this confidence like no other and i swear to you the universe will give you whatever it is that you want if you just you know put it out there and believe in yourself so i think that's the biggest yeah, and thing. do your best yeah
2: I love that. So on days where maybe you can't do your best, like when you are just down and out and you just like, you know, you come in and you did. Brene Brown said he, she does this with her spouse and you guys kind of do it together where she comes in and she's like, yeah, I'm at like a 10 and he's like, all right, I got to be a 90 today. Right. Like, That's awesome. yeah, So absolutely. what do you do for yourself, Amy, when you're at a 10? How do you get out of that?
0: um i go to heather i mean really
3: (laughs) legit it's it's she pulls me right out of it she does same i mean it's the craziest thing because it's like we know what each other is going through we can relate and there's never any judgment we can just say it all like well this is how i feel today and maybe it's not like something that you would tell the world but i can tell her so Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: so you guys talk it out yeah we
1: do i do that with trisha yeah. yeah. Usually yeah. it's or either me. my kids, my husband, or <laughs> my body. <laughs> but you know what? Like I feel like when you have a partner like that who, and I feel like this goes so far beyond business. Like my husband is my best friend. We say things at the very same time and we spend so much time together. And I feel like when you can spend so much time together whether it's good times bad times down times neutral times and still love that person and still want to spend more time with that person it's a win no matter what you guys are going through whether you're running a business you're running a family you're on vacation with your children which is always a bleep show you know <laughs> but i feel like if you have that person if you have that anchor like you said everything is figure outable.
3: yeah all, all
1: right,
2: right. <laughs> We've obviously all been partners for far too long because we are becoming each other. We
1: love each other. So much love. All you need is love. All you need is love. And motivation. And some epic partners like Caffeine. Amy and Heather. Hold on, wait. Caffeine. Caffeine? caffeine is
3: important. I want Trisha's caffeine. That's all I want. I'm
2: <laughs> telling you, man. Right? We need to get sponsorships for Celsius. Right? For real. <sighs> I, I did get off a plane at 1 o'clock this morning. Um, and here I am. Let's go. Man. Thank um, God for makeup and hair, right? I like, <laughs> <laughs> So we'd love to give our listeners um, action steps and actual resources and tools they can use. So, Amy, I want to start with you. What are some... Maybe things you use in your morning routine or apps or organizational tools that you utilize that you find help you be successful that maybe some of our listeners could utilize.
0: Um, My mornings are pretty simple. Silence. I have to have silence and yoga. I was in a car accident, so my body is pretty crunched up and I have a lot of metal and stuff. So stretching, yoga and maintaining brain mind health. For mm. me, really, um, I don't use a lot of apps. I'm not on my phone a lot, so I don't do any God of that bless, stuff. Yeah. Really, it's just it's quiet
1: for me, is what helps. That's nice. nice. Yeah. I'm not sure what quiet is, but I'll get there. What I have a fourteen keep, year old? What so keeps
2: you organized? Paper. Do you use a Google calendar? Do you use pen and paper? How do you I, organize your life?
0: I don't use. We don't use Google at all. Oh, um, mm-hmm. well, I don't use Google at all. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a calendar, but it's through Outlook. So I live and die by my calendar. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. So a calendar, digital calendar. calendar. Mm-hmm. So
3: digital just, calendar. Yeah. Yep. Heather? So same with the calendar. We share our calendars with each other. Even mm-hmm. if it's not something that she's going to with me, she knows when I have a doctor's appointment or because it's so important to know like, oh, this is what you need to do today so that we don't schedule. We're constantly scheduling things with people where we both need to be there and we need to see what is going on in each other's lives. Right, right. Um, but for me, I think I got a peloton in february and i'm obsessed right so like that for me is like my safe place like that's what i need to do every day i'm i I never thought i would be this person that like if I don't work out, I'm like, oh, I didn't work out today. It's <laughs> because <laughs> <Trisha's ripping up. laughs> I don't rubbing I keep telling Amy, I'm like, I can't even believe this is who I am now. But it's yeah. so. But you love it. Oh. oh, she feels so good, too. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's, it's so, so cool much fun. I At first, I was like, well, what have I gotten myself into? Because it hurts. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you got to get used to it. And right. then now I'm used to it, and I'm good, and it's amazing.
1: Do you find that, um, and you, Amy, too, because you mentioned yoga, you mentioned Peloton um and what i find is um like when i'm driving or or like usually when i'm walking when i'm exercising my brain is going like especially if i'm not like doing a video i mean how many amazing problem-solving conversations have we had on the t-rex at the Mm -hmm. gym Mm -hmm. do you think that that's a factor in like problem solving like feeling good brain juice i call them brain juices get your juices flowing
3: yeah (laughs) you know what's funny is mine is the exact opposite effect so like i don't think at all. I just have fun and I'm singing along with the songs that are on and like I do like to take walks in the woods. The woods and the forest that's my happy place. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe I think a little bit there, but not I mean my brain is always going all day long. Yeah that's that's like my time to shut down. Okay.
0: Mine is that's what I read books on Audible or listen to books. Yeah that's my what are you
1: okay. What are you listening to?
0: um right now i'm redoing i love matthew mcconaughey's green lights yeah
1: i literally okay visualize. so i'm putting it on my list because she just got me sent- into audible i have 79 uh, credits listen not I, i'm exaggerating oh and he there's like you- seven like, send
2: them to me i know can
0: you share he him? also reads it so yeah. it's his voice oh, and it's, it's so cool good. um
2: yes please. Yeah. So i think that- i listened to that in yeah. like one day it was yeah. so good
1: yeah. it's what's it good called ro- green Lights. green lights
0: yep yeah. yeah. it's a great road trip book it's so good yeah so that one i'm mm-hmm. listening to right now again
1: Oh, is really it a fiction or is it like personal development? It's, it's personal development. Yeah. It's okay. a little it's bit of everything. Story, yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. yeah. Okay.
2: It's entertaining because I know he's got an amazing story.
1: story. Yeah. He's amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And he's yeah. handsome. Okay, can <laughs> we? He's, he's cool. Like yeah. his voice
0: is so cool. And right. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right.
1: Yeah. I love that. What is your uh, favorite personal development book that we can share with our listeners? Um, I like
0: Adam Grant, um, the author, um god what is it atomic habits Mm
3: -hmm. love it
0: love it love it that was a huge game changer for me so that would probably be my favorite
3: heather um i read this book called by patrick bett david called your next five moves was that what it was called your next five moves i think so it changed my life you guys so there's one thing in the book that talks about how everything is your fault and i came to amy the next day and i was like amy everything is my fault. And she was like, no, it's not. What are you talking (laughs) about? And I'm like, yes, it is. Because when you take on that power and you're like, it's my fault. Like somebody fails. You own it. One of our processors didn't know a, pr- a procedure. Well, it's my fault. And mm-hmm. it's always my fault. She actually leveled up oh. after she read that book. It because was You can't be mad anymore because it's my fault. So mm-hmm. what am I going to do about it? Right? right. Oh, it changed my life.
1: But too, I think that's a double sided coin. Like when, uh, when your processor fails, it's your fault. But when you guys make an amazing profit at the end of the year, also your fault
3: yeah right like i mean really though you get to celebrate it too but yeah it was game changer yeah it was i was a different person after that yeah yeah
2: who's your favorite Palatine coach i love cody he makes me laugh so hard (laughs) yes
3: he's the best i'm not on this bus yeah i'm still following (laughs) autumn
2: through the
1: 21 day fix
2: program (laughs) like
3: that's funny you know cody's the best he tells like he like spices you up and makes you feel good he's so great
2: yeah yeah He's fun. Um, When Dave had his stroke and he was in ICU, Peloton got me through that, just, like, listening. And then I'd be, like, (gasps) I'm crying while I'm, like, riding this bike. And I'm, like, this is just really emotional. And then I'd put on Cody so I would laugh. Yeah. Because I was just, like, the women women are, like, empowering and moving. Yeah. But then Cody will just, like, (sighs) He's (laughs) fun. He is.
3: Yeah. The women will make you cry, though. They'll say some things where you're, like, I didn't even think
2: about that. Yeah. Like, you are
1: beautiful on the inside. Yeah. So good. Um, all right. So we have a lot of listeners who are entrepreneurs, business owners, not just real estate agents. Um, but we have a lot of people, too, who are thinking of getting into their own business, especially now, you know, with the way everything's going. So what uh, what advice would you give someone who's looking to enter the title industry or just start their own title company? Come or work just start for a business. Start a business.
3: Don't start a title company. Come work for us instead. Okay, Shane, we go. Have a plan
0: and know yeah. who you're getting into business with. And understand title because everybody, I don't want to say everybody, but there are some people out there that are realtors. I can start a title company. No big deal. It's not easy. There's yeah. a lot to it and there's a lot of risk. So understand the business and have a plan.
3: Yeah, it's so important. So I, I would have said the same thing. It's relationships, right? Know the people that you're getting into business with. I can't even stress that enough. Number one. So important. Yep. And make good relationships, you know? Be the person that, you know, if you're the, you're the saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. Go motivate yourself. Be around Find people. Find those people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's important to have a number two. Yeah. To have that person to bounce everything off of so everything's not on your shoulders as the owner, as the leader, as the everybody. Yeah. It's important to have to, to have somebody to share that with.
2: Yeah, because it can be a lonely space. Like um, there was a day I was sitting in Waterford when we first opened that office and it was just me and it was like, you know, nine o'clock at night or something because I like to work into the wee hours of night because my kids aren't little anymore and I can do that. Yeah. Um, But I'm I had like jealous of you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had like text Andy and I was like, man, like just sitting in this office by myself. And he like sent me a picture of when we opened the Livonia office and the last cars in the parking lot were mine and his. Aww. And then he like sent me another one where it was just like, you know, and it- it's lonely as yeah. the leaders when you're opening companies like everybody sees the highlight reel of like, oh, look, you're in Turks and Caicos and you get to do all this great stuff. And it's like, yeah, no, it's exhausting. It is tired. It is lonely. It is heavy. When things go bad, it's all your fault. And when things go good, like you stamp a picture and you move on to the next thing. It's not what people think, you know, um, what, what, if you guys each had to give one action step, to um somebody to make their life better. What would be your action step? Do this today to make your life better.
0: Oh my gosh. That's a great question. Do you have one because I
3: don't? Yeah, so I again, I'm so like into the whole like love yourself, but I mean, I think love yourself. That's the thing. That's the key. Um believe in yourself, know that you can do it because If you have a negative mindset you're never gonna do it Mm -hmm. you're just not so you have to love yourself you have to believe in yourself you have to believe you can do it and you will do it
0: yeah I would say that too Um, therapy's helped me a lot I never have been I went to school for psychology I've never thought I would be the one to go and sit on a couch with a shrink kind Mm -hmm. of a person and I have done it for the first time in the past couple of months Wow what a game-changer so therapy is really good.
1: Yeah, I know yeah. there's a lot of stigma around it, but there's something to be said about going and just like people before therapy was created, FYI, people went to the bar and talked to the bartender. Yeah. You know? or your hairdresser. <laughs> right, or the hairdresser, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Um but there's a lot to be said about just like spilling cuz sometimes Sometimes we just need to vent, right? And we don't want to spill all of these things to people we know, like, and trust. So there's definitely something to be said about like an uninterested third party um, who can hear your story and who can, you know, kind of give you a different life perspective that has absolutely nothing to do with judgment or anything like that. Um, I'm there. I'm with you. Yeah. I like it a lot.
2: And then I have another question What do you feel like success looks like for you? today, in this season of your life?
0: Um, Happiness. I'm very, very content. So, and I mean, business is going really good. All of our people are happy. I'm happy. I've gained a best friend and my partner. So just happiness, it really is. Success is happiness for me.
3: Heather? So, loving myself. (laughs) I, I, I just have come to this realization, you know. It's been a great year, and Just knowing who I am, I'm really, I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people never really figure out. Everybody thinks they do, but no, I know who I am. And it's. And you're um, comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not apologetic about it, you know, just I surround myself with people that are judgment free, that are also, you know, just. No drama. Accepting, zone. Yeah. So I like that. That's yeah, important. No drama
2: zone. Stepping into your power. Yes. Sounds like you've stepped into your power. Yes, and I think as females that's and, and as leaders, that's hard to do sometimes because you can feel like it's gonna be seen as egotistical yes. or braggadocious, or people are gonna talk about you and you're all worried. And yes. you know, I went through a lot of those things, especially in the real estate side of things because it's so male dominant. I don't know about the title realm, but um, it, there were so many times where and I'll say this in front of TJ and Andy and they're like that's silly it's not 1920 and I'm like yeah well you be a female real estate broker at the age of 25 and see what you get back it's right? you're too young you're a girl you can't do that you can't be that you're too you're, emotional you're too yeah. emotional yeah. you're we a b-word yeah. like yeah. you know you if I go and I'm excited about this I look like I'm bragging you go you just you're you're in awesome. the world yeah. right like so I feel like as women it's very hard to step into your power because you don't want to be seen as braggadocious or this or that but also at the same time it, coming at it we want to be inspiring others right yeah. like hey if i did it you can do it too hey if i can like people will be like you Post your runs and your fitness. Yeah, because if I can do it, you can do it too. I also was an overweight, overworked mom who had $0 in the bank account and five kids and high blood pressure and didn't sleep and was stressed out and hated myself, hated myself, did not want to look in the mirror, did not know who I was, was not confident. And if I can step into that, you can too. And I love seeing you do that on social media and hearing that you prioritize that because I think that's important for women like us to change that narrative for our our people that work with us, uh, you know, and our daughters, our daughters yeah. even strangers on the internet. Yes. It's yes. important because you don't know who's watching and a lot of times I'll put a post up and I'll think, Uh, I don't know about that and then a woman that I don't know will message me and be like thank you so much for putting that up and I'm like man I almost took that down right you
3: You never know who it's going to touch yeah Mm -hmm. I love your stuff by the way I love your
2: stuff too I'm like
1: man I need to like I love the pictures of you and your little man where you're like He's in the car is the
3: like before man. school yeah. yeah he loves his mom he's a lover
2: yeah and yeah. i i resonate with that so much because of me and track yeah. right and yeah. he's like my my road dog you know yeah. like he's yeah. been yeah. by my side every day since the start yeah. and still is yeah. <laughs> up till today right so so yeah it resonates with people and, yeah. and even if you're on the same track here you might be on a different track here or there so yeah. yeah keep doing what you're doing ladies it's awesome yeah, it's awesome that. thank you so if you know before i get my one last question then you can do fun questions if you could go back and tell 15 year old you amy something what would you tell her
1: um that falls under the fun question category don't be
0: scared to be you authentically you kind of comes from what heather is
3: what has been
2: talking about yeah yeah heather 15 year old you what would you tell her
3: i would say you will figure out who you are you are Right. Um, I don't think that I ever. I don't. I guess I didn't know that I. I didn't know that I didn't know who I was. But I was kind of always scared to, you know, set boundaries or be this person that was like, if I say this in the wrong way, they're gonna get offended. I'm super big. I'm putting smiley faces in my emails. <laughs> I still do. I will say that I still do it. But now I'm. I'm a little less unapologetic about. You know, either disagreeing with somebody or just I can do it from a really kind, loving place and I know who I am and you figure it out. You know what I mean? So I would tell myself, you're going to figure it out. And it's gonna be the most beautiful thing you've ever, ever, ever went through.
2: Yeah, Yay. and I feel that I'm. I'm really working on less emojis and exclamation marks. Hard. I don't need 16 exclamation marks or 25 <laughs> emojis, and they still slip in there. I go. I off. feel like you got you do that
1: because that is literally the way that you talk.
2: It, that's what I was just gonna say. I can literally hear
3: her text
0: when I read it. I <laughs> do can. Do the same and it would something would be wrong if it wasn't exclamation
1: point smiley
3: face. So funny it's story. Yeah, funny story about that. We were. On a, at a conference, and I always use voice-to-text because I am literally blind as a bat. Speak
1: and spell ruins everything, by the
3: way. Though. I know. Trust me. I've had some times where I'm like, I didn't mean to say that. But I was, like, texting somebody, and I'm using voice-to-text, right? And then I didn't say exclamation point smiley face at the end, so she finished it. She said, exclamation point smiley face. <laughs>
2: thumbs up emoji. Right.
1: <laughs> so amazing. I love
2: it. Go ahead. You can do your fun questions. <laughs>
1: okay. Um
2: which one do you want?
1: You've had all this time to think about it and now we're debating. Well, you put some here. Um You can ask
2: whatever you want.
1: Last time I asked you about the animal yeah. thing. Yep. So, what animal would you be and why? Oh, great question. Um I love sharks.
0: I'd be a shark. I just love, love, love. It's Shark Week on, Di- on Discovery. I'd be a shark.
1: They're so cool. Just tearing shark. stuff up. Yeah. They're terrifying. They <laughs> don't they're don't basically dinosaurs. They're amazing. They are. <laughs> they're they're terrifyingly amazing. Yeah. I've been seeing all of these. Um, Jason Momoa. Yeah. He's why host yeah. He's hosting. Shark? Oh, she knows. Yep. She knows. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just saying yeah. um, they're terrifying. So,
0: yeah. That's on so my bucket list to dive with sharks. I would love to. Wow. My husband is like a bad idea. Scared of
2: sharks. He won't even tiptoe in the ocean. That's how scared he is of sharks. Uh-huh. It's funny, like, I'll jump out of a plane, but you put me by a shark or a snake, and I'm like, nope, no. good, good. <laughs> I'm that, not doing any of bad that. Bad things could happen, which, like, you could step on a snake, you know? You can't, like, do anything when you jump out of a plane. You're just no, falling
1: yeah. here. <laughs> You're literally falling down. Yeah,
2: but yeah. Uh, animals freak me out. All right. <laughs> Heather, what did we ask you last time?
3: You asked me about the animal.
2: You asked what she wanted for Christmas. Who's your favorite villain? That is a good one. Favorite villain.
1: It doesn't have to be a comic book like stereotypical mm-hmm. villain. Like it could be, you know, a Charles Dickens villain. Like Any- I said, Biden
2: one time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a hard one. It is. We don't really watch like movies or like Marvel or anything like that. That's what I think of it.
2: It could be the Kardashians. You know who who do people not like? But Chris it's your favorite man
3: that was so much
1: about her personality <laughs> like
3: I'm gonna say myself oh yeah going buddy. deep <laughs> and why
2: <Like>, then <laughs> okay so
3: you know sometimes we all have like our our dark sides we all have our sides dark where it's passenger. like right right do you watch Schultz. Dexter oh okay yeah. yes oh Dexter's my favorite villain, but he's not oh, actually the villain. That's why he's my favorite. But he could be, right? He's—he's yeah, he's he's murder-
1: doing the wrong thing. For he is the murdering person. people. He murders yeah. people. <laughs> I don't think he ever really murdered anybody.
3: Yeah, he <laughs> didn't did. Deserve he it oh, they oh, didn't okay. deserve it. Oh, he did it. Deserved it. Like he definitely murdered a whole—no, <laughs> <group. laughs> that was
1: what the whole show was know, about. Yeah. Him murdering people, but they were all bad guys. That,
3: no, I'm sorry. He killed fish. his own brother. He's my favorite. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! Sorry. Yeah.
1: That yeah. was such a good show. It was. It was so good. I was not excited about the ending. Thing, I don't remember it. There's a new show out though.
2: He continues on. With yeah, his he kid. moves to
1: like Alaska and now he's killing seals or. Yeah, me and Dave started poachers that. or oh, something. Oh,
2: I didn't know like that. that. Yeah. Oh, he, cool. Uh, like, a, another, like It's still Dexter. Oh, it's awesome. like, like. Not season like... two because there was already season two. Yeah. But, you know, like the next level. Cool.
3: So, disclaimer my dark passenger doesn't murder people. Good. But. <laughs> I mean, that's good news. <laughs> no, but like. I have learned how to really, like, lean into my feelings or whatever it is that I'm feeling and allow myself to feel that. So I would say that that is my, like, villain part of me, right? If I'm feeling, you know, sad or anxious or whatever it might be, I've learned how to let myself sit with that feeling Mm. and, like, work through it. So, I mean, I guess I'm not a villain in that, but kind of. That shadow, your shadow. That's not what I want to be, but I accept it and I love it and I give it what it needs and then I move on. So she's
1: feeding the dark wolf tea. <laughs> I
2: want to be like Heather when I grow up. Oh, shit, I run.
0: <laughs> I need to do that. No, you don't. You're
2: right on pace. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So tell our listeners, now that we've had an amazing conversation, um, how they can get a hold of you guys. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. So you guys can always call myself, which I think we put up the last time, but I'm going to say it again. Um, it's 248-325-7111. If you guys want to try us out, submit an order to Orders. Let me look right in the camera at epictitlemi.com. Um, we would love to, you know, just show people what we can do. We always tell people, just give us one, one deal. That's yeah. it. Just one. We'll show you what we can do.
2: Just like I did. You'll be hooked forever. That's yeah. it. You're right. All in. Oh. If you had one wish, what would it be?
3: Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> you can't say world peace. I'm over that one. Oh, my gosh. That to be like
3: a real wish. Mine would be that my kids get to, like, live a fully actualized life. Like, they get to really realize their dreams, and, you know, they get to do all of the things. Because I was a young mom, I know you were a young mom Yeah, too. mine's
0: totally my daughter too, that she's happy and healthy when she grows up. And I want a grandbaby. Oh.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Those are
2: good wishes. If you could pick any job in the world but the one you're doing – What, like, you just wave your magic wand tomorrow? What would
1: you be doing if you weren't doing this? Uh, I
0: have two. So, race car driver for (laughs) sure. I love speed and crazy, and uh, Danica Patrick is that's what I would do for sure. Or, I would be a shark
3: (laughs) (laughs) researcher because I love sharks. I always wanted to be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader.
2: Again, oh. I had a
3: child very young so that dream ended abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> your
2: your abs are gone. Yeah, they're
3: just they're not, they're not there anymore. But uh an attorney, a lawyer like Ooh, Oh, man, she basically I, already is. But guys, like, like to be in court and like actually yeah. like, I didn't Litigate. realize how much I liked it oh, until yeah. yeah, like oh. Yeah, we had gone. an
0: experience um gosh a, a couple of months ago and we were on the stand and fire she was fire it was, it was so, so much cool fun.
2: <laughs> it fun I always think I would have been such a good attorney right? too like I had to Only go to arbitration twice for my agents and I came with like 150 pages <laughs> yeah, of <I'm> evidence <laughs> and the other agent that we went against he was an actual attorney and he just showed up and I'm like for real bro that's what you got i won by the way oh, and i was like no. i beat an actual attorney, oh, amazing. attorney.
4: Awesome. Oh, i love that so
2: well this was so great ladies thank you so much for your time yeah. i loved it yes. i love getting to know you better amy yeah, absolutely. i was like focused on you because i like always focused on heather yeah, so appreciate that. i wanted to round this out so we got to know a little bit of everybody and everybody can always go back to episode 50 and learn more about heather and do yourselves a favor. If you are in the real estate industry, call Epic. Listen. They it- will change your lives. They will change your careers. You will no longer be running around on fire. Oh my god, I got a closing today. It should be a happy, exciting experience. And ours always are because of these ladies. And
1: also, even if you're not in the real estate industry, if you're planning to buy or sell a house any time in life while you're breathing air, um, and your agent says we're going with this title company, you should definitely say no, I already have a title company. It's epic. epic. It yeah. is the
0: buyer's or seller's choice. Yeah,
1: Yep. yeah. A lot of I feel like a lot of people who are buying and selling, like I personally don't give my clients a choice, but it's fine because either. they're choosing you. <laughs> but, um, there have been plenty, plenty of times where I have um, straight up told my client, like, listen, uh, the company that you want to use that did your last transaction, how did that go? And they tell me the story and i say listen we're not using them right and there have been a couple who were like well if you're not using them then you know i don't know if this can work and i'm like that's cool because you know what you're you know if you force me to work with them it's going to be an absolute headache nightmare and then you're not gonna like me and then i didn't get your business anyways so boom
0: yeah that's a huge compliment
1: all done mic drop all right we put out fresh episodes every thursday Um, Wherever you're listening, watching, please subscribe, like, share, uh, leave us a five-star review and a love note because you know you love us. And come back next week for some more Elite Life. Bye. Bye, guys.
0: We thank you so much for joining us today on The Elite Life with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.